0: You're listening to The Omni Show. Get to know the people and stories behind Omni's award-winning productivity apps for Mac and iOS. Music. I'm your host, Brent Simmons. In the studio with me today is Kurt Clifton. Kurt is an engineer on the OmniFocus team. And by that, I mean he... Uh, clicks checkboxes all day, turns them on, turns them off. Yep. Say hello, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Very well done. Thank you. So, um, OmniFocus 2 seems like a thing that shipped or something. Yeah, What's we, going on uh, with that?
1: we recently shipped our, uh, iOS 11 and high Sierra updates to OmniFocus 2 and, uh, are excited about the things we're able to do there. Um, uh-huh. like, uh, two of my favorites, um, on the Mac side, uh, we, uh, Apple gave us the ability to drag onto buttons and, and automatically sort of simulate a click when you drag onto them. And the benefit for focus is now I can drag a bunch of tasks from my inbox onto a tab and focus. The tabs are actually buttons and uh, mm. open up projects or contexts and drop them where, I, where I'd like. Um, that's both very handy. And uh, my colleague Jim Korea did the work, so it was easy, too. Um, <laughs> the other thing I really uh, like that we were able to do in OmniFocus 2 was uh, support for drag and drop on, uh, particularly on the iPad that we also supported within the app on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has just made the iPad a much more powerful device overall. I like it across everybody's apps, but I um, especially enjoy it in OmniFocus.
0: It seems like the iPad is still coming into its place as a real productivity device. Right?
1: Yeah, it, it felt for a while like it was maybe... Um, uh, held hostage is too strong a term, but um, but sort of held back because the majority of Apple's efforts had to be focused on, on iPhone. Um, but this last cycle of updates, it seems like Apple's really made the iPad a much stronger productivity tool. Um, and you know, that's what we love here.
0: Uh, that's um, cool. And that seems to be you know, seeing the larger iPads and, of course, the Pencil and everything seems to be a real push there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and drag and drop and, and Siri support keeps getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been fun, been fun to work on. Yeah, no, that's cool.
0: And so now with this latest OmniFocus, you're basically done, right? You don't have to do any work anymore. Yep.
1: Yeah, We, and uh, we just kick back, and yeah. put her, put our feet up, maybe maybe play some pool.
0: Yeah, that's uh, fair. It's pretty that's good. Fair. No thought at all to OmniFocus three for iOS. It's never going to happen.
1: <laughs> no, we're that's... we're working hard on OmniFocus three for iOS, and uh, ah,
0: and you heard heard it here first, but... <laughs> unless you read the blog or Twitter. Yeah,
1: or yeah. So focus three is going to add some things that we're really excited about and have have been looking forward to doing for a long time. Um, One of those things is uh, support for tags. Uh, So be able to put multiple tags on items um, instead of the single context that we have uh, always supported in the past. Hmm. Um, And I think there's going to be some nice things that you can do with that. Um, As an OmniFocus user, I really like the idea of being able to, you know, tag something as very important or less important or sort of high energy or mindless work, um, sort of orthogonally to the, the context or the place I need to go to get the work done. I see. So.
0: so if you're at the grocery store with a lot of energy and it's Tuesday afternoon.
1: That's the time to buy pineapple.
0: Then you buy pineapple. Yeah, but you've yeah. used three tags to let you know. Yes. Right. That's, that's great. Because right now all you've got is a context, which is grocery store or right, something, Right, right. So tags, tags are going
1: to yeah, and you'd hate hate to buy a world. pineapple when you're low energy.
0: Yeah, I can't even I can't <laughs> even think about it. That would be a horrible tragedy. Tags, I assume, are one of the most uh, common feature yes,
1: requests. Yes, ta- for- tags are are um, very high on the uh, feature request list uh, for mm-hmm. our customers, um, and some interesting things uh, with now the files app on. Uh, iOS and the support for tags there, so oh, um, yeah. I think some of our power users are going to find some interesting synergies there.
0: Huh, cool. Well, you win the award for the first use of synergy, on, and, on
1: and the hopefully the last. We're, we're hoping.
0: <laughs> I think it was appropriate in this case though, because <laughs> it is synergistic, right? Yeah. Tags here, tags there. Yeah. Peanut right.
1: butter jelly. Yeah. yeah right, right.
0: So, so one of the challenges of working on OmniFocus or any productivity app particularly on iOS, is adapting to Apple's yeah. changes. So so what are your summers like? Um,
1: so we we always try to sort of gather our energy at the uh, end of May, beginning of June, mm-hmm. um, because then WWDC is going to uh, roll around Apple's developer conference, and we're going to find out what they have in store for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then usually the first couple of weeks after WWDC, as we call it, um, we – are figuring out what this means for us and what we can deliver for our customers based on what Apple's given us to work with. Um, and then most of the rest of the summer ends up being a mad dash to get that stuff in place and bugs ironed out and, good enough for people to use. Right. Um, we really like to have stuff ready to go when the new OS ships. So we try to be there on day one of iOS 11, for example, with Siri support and uh, drag-and-drop support and you know, all the good things coming down the pipe. Um, and so it's um, summer's the most beautiful time of year in Seattle. Yes, it and is. And we spend much of it working very hard to have yeah. the software ready to go. At
0: least we have a beautiful view of the lake. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We do have that. And it's extra challenging. Uh, because Apple is often working on these features as we're developing yes. for these features, and you know, there's software some in beta. No, no criticism, men of Apple. Just that you know they have bugs to fix, and yeah. sometimes we're finding them and helping them at the same time. But it can slow things down. But when we do manage to ship, which is quite often on or near the ship date, that's a that's a great feeling. Yeah,
1: it's uh, it's. Exciting! I mean, people are excited about Apple's release, and mm-hmm. it's fun to be part of that excitement.
0: Right, yeah. right, right. When people see that their their favorite apps have the new features, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool.
1: And it was especially fun this year because the features Apple delivered were really features that help users of productivity apps. Mm-hmm. And you know, and
0: those are those are our people. We're, yeah. we're those people. Yeah, right. You know. right. Though I do remember one summer. Some years ago, where I feel like I spent the entire summer fighting 20 pixels because it was iOS 7 and they changed the way the status bar worked. Yeah, I it, for whatever reason it was just so hard to get everything working right. We're only talking about 20 vertical pixels, yep. and yet that was my summer. And and uh, you know, our our fall has been the notch. Um, yeah, so, true. yeah,
1: true. So sometimes uh, sometimes it's a scramble to keep up. And, yeah.
0: So how'd you come to OmniFocus? Um, So uh,
1: in a prior life, I was um, a college professor. And before that, I was a uh, graduate student. (laughs) Um, And one of the things, maybe the most important thing you learn when you're a graduate student is how to not work on your dissertation. Um, (laughs) So I... uh, One of the major projects I did to not work on my dissertation was writing a bunch of Apple scripts that ran on top of Omni Outliner. I was already using Omni Outliner to keep notes on my dissertation and this sort of thing. Um, But I decided because I wasn't getting much done, I needed a system to track the stuff that I needed to get done. And so instead of getting things done, I developed the system to track those things. The Kurt system. Yeah. Mm which was this pile of, uh, of Apple scripts on top of Omni Outliner. And uh, just about the time I had it working, um, Ethan Skunover released uh, Kinkless GTD. I remember that well, yeah. yeah. Which which was essentially the same thing, only he was supporting his, and so I stopped working on mine sure, yeah. um, and, uh, and sort of committed to that
0: approach to things. Uh, and then... Now, Kinkless GTD, GTD implies that it was... Inspired by the David Allen yeah, book, yeah. Getting Things Done.
1: Which... It, it was. And, I, and I'd been using, um, I, I found David's book super helpful in, in getting through grad school. I um, mm-hmm. sort of discovered that with a couple years left and kind of credit that methodology for actually getting me over the hump and, and through. Um, but then, uh, you know, graduated and started a job uh, as a professor. I was teaching at uh, the Rose Holman Institute of Technology in Indiana. Um,
0: um, that's a long way from here
1: it 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 is yeah. um, and you know we'll leave commentary on whether it's a good or bad thing um, <laughs> but uh well I was at Rose in two thousand and seven, so that would have been my second year there um. Omni uh, went into the first public beta of OmniFocus. Um, and I'd been active on the forums with Omni Outliner and scripting, and I knew Ken and Tim from the forums and from email. And I uh, felt like I knew almost everyone in support at Omni because I was they a customer who wrote in did. a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they invited me to be part of the, that first beta. Uh, and so I've been using OmniFocus since anyone outside of Omni was allowed to use it.
0: Wow,
1: um, So that Means I have a 10 year old database because I have never replaced the entire database in oh, that time.
0: Um, uh, uh, doesn't OmniFocus have, like, when you're debugging it, doesn't it use a separate database that you can? Yes. Just, right. Our, yeah, our
1: debug version of the app that we use internally is using a separate database. Right. So you so can do anything to that. I yeah. blow that away multiple times a day. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the live database stays live. Mm, cool. Um, and and you, you always know we're getting close to ready for a um, public test phase when we start putting our real data into the, into the test databases. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, so that's, that's always a, a fun hurdle to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've um, been using Focus you know, ever since then um, mm-hmm. and uh, continued to you know, file bugs and feature requests and participate in forum discussions and so forth. Uh, and you know, it's just fun to be part of that development. It's a, an app that I love and have loved for a long time.
0: What were you teaching at, Rose?
1: So I was a a professor of computer science and software engineering.
0: Well, that's convenient.
1: Um, Yeah, it's a a good fit. Mm -hmm. Um, I would not have been a good philosophy professor, I I don't (laughs) think. Um, But... Taught everything from intro level programming courses um, up to courses on uh, software architecture and compilers. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of stem to stern. It's a uh, it's a teaching school, and so we we taught a lot. Um, but I enjoyed cool. that. Love working with students, um, seeing the light come on as they get mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. Um, seeing them mature over the years. The uh, the maturation of a student from their freshman year to their senior year is really phenomenal. Oh, okay. um, and
0: to, And in four ish short years. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um and to, to see that change happen and go from nervous and or confident to, you know, ready to
0: face the world. Um, so it was a system where you actually would know freshmen as yeah, well as, as yeah. seniors. And we current, had just like
1: we had advising responsibilities and so oh. I had students that, you know, were with me all the way through. Wow, oh, that's awesome. Um,
0: yeah, it was it was great fun. So you're a teacher? OmniFocus user, OmniFocus beta tester. Mm-hmm. How did you end up at Omni? So uh, Rose had an interesting program for faculty
1: where they encouraged us to take sabbatical every uh, seventh year. And on sabbaticals encouraged us to go to industry so we could keep track of what the current practice was in engineering. Okay. Um, and so we could bring that back to the classroom. And uh, I knew Ken and Tim, um, was familiar with Omni. Omni had um, sponsored... Uh, a senior project uh, with a team that of students that I helped coach, oh, nice. um, and so there had been some interaction there. And so I sent an email and said, "Hey, I've got a sabbatical coming up. Um, I'd love to come out and spend a year seeing, you know, how the software is made at Omni, how how you make uh, such responsive apps." And uh, they said, "Sure, sounds great." Mm. Uh, and so in uh, June of 2011, I came up to Seattle with the Subaru loaded to the gills and, uh, settled in for what I thought was going to be a a wonderful year in Seattle. (laughs) And you're still here. Yeah. I'm here on the, uh, halfway through the seventh year of my sabbatical. It's been good. Um, and, uh, you know, really enjoying it.
0: No, that's awesome. Do you, do you still have, uh, at Rose, do you still have a position even nominally or technically?
1: No. Okay. Um, there's no, so, uh, the the deal is generally that you go on sabbatical for a year and then you have to come back for at least a year, mm-hmm. um, but we all kind of realized after just a, a couple of months at, at Omni that uh, this was where I should be, right? And um, Omni felt the same way, mm-hmm. uh, and so we uh, negotiated the out of the contract. And so uh, it's
0: it's kind of like being Amish and then you take that trip and you're like, no, I think I'll stay. Yeah, right. what, what do they call a, that? Uh, uh, I can't remember. There's that year off with all I can think of is reality show. Yeah, all I can, think of, is, yeah,
1: all I can yeah. think of uh, was that the one with Vanilla Ice. Maybe. I don't um, know. Yeah, all I can think <laughs> of is going on walkabout, but that isn't the yeah, Amish. Right. That's Crocodile Dundee.
0: Enough about the Amish. You're not <laughs> Amish. No. No, 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 me neither. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up not far from Pennsylvania Dutch country. Yeah. I realize I'm on a tangent now, but it was <laughs> always fun. We, you know, drive around. There'd be the horses and buggies, mm-hmm. and you know, we'd go. uh I think it was called The Good and Plenty Restaurant Mm -hmm. And it was good And there was plenty of it There was plenty of it Yeah Yeah. Good And and they They sat you at long Like picnic tables Uh, And so uh you'd meet other Whatever families And couples And everything I just remember Loving their mashed potatoes Yeah Then again I love all mashed potatoes Yes But these were exceptional
1: Yeah Yeah Sounds good I grew up near um, the Amana colonies in Iowa, mm. which, not Amish, but a similar utopian community kind mm-hmm. of thing. But what I remember is the family-style meals and the mashed potatoes.
0: <laughs> but come to think of it, Omni is maybe a utopian-style community yeah. where we have really good meals. And it is. It's true. It, yeah, we sit
1: at long and tables. And, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we don't
0: shun technology, though. That's no, maybe that's a true. We make technology. Yeah. yeah right. It's, uh, it's, it's our own form of utopia. <laughs> We're totally on a tangent so you you were followed by Tim Eckel, who was a student of yours,
1: yeah, so um since I was planning on going back to uh, Indiana at the end of the year, um, my wife and I decided we'd rent our house out while we were gone, so we would be there when we came back and uh, rented it to a group of Rose Holman students, mm-hmm. um, one of whom was a student of mine, uh Tim Eckel and uh partway through the uh my my first year at at Omni um I knew Tim was graduating and was a phenomenal student and excellent developer uh and so I mentioned to Ken and Tim that uh, hey maybe we should try to hire this guy and sure. uh, I'm very, very pleased that we were able to do so, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, Tim managed to keep my house from burning down over the course of that year. And he's that's been, an endorsement, right yeah, there. It yeah. Is, yeah, it is, it yeah. is. Um, and then he's been managing to keep our software from burning down since then. That's so. a good
0: point. He has, uh, yeah. And Tim, he must be what sixteen, seventeen years old by now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he might have turned twenty along the yeah, time okay. he's been here, yeah, but yeah. Sure. And the only thing I really regret about that is he makes me look bad because he's so good.
0: <laughs> Luckily, he doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so since you've been at Omni, you, you've um, you've done some mentoring of younger de- developers. Uh, you've also, uh, between you and Christina, who was episode mm-hmm. one, you've on a few occasions run an internship program. Yeah.
1: Um, we, How's that gone? Uh, it's, that's been great fun. Um, we've... Um, did the internship program for three or four summers, um, and uh, recruited at at Rose Holman and at uh, Harvey Mudd and the Claremont Colleges, um, Pomona, um, Harvey Mudd primarily, uh, and I've had different groups of of students come in, um, which is great fun to introduce them to iOS and Mac development. Um,
0: and they're not really learning it. In school, is it more?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, so, some of them have, have some exposure to it. Mm-hmm. But um, because the field changes so fast, what we really yeah. focus on in the internship program is ability to learn. Mm-hmm. And so when we bring interns in, if they haven't seen this stuff already, um, we get a, a maybe a clearer read on how fast they can come up to speed on it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, and it's been fun to act in a, in a coaching role that way. Um, one of the things I really miss about Teaching is the ability to work in one on one and in small groups with students. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know, to see those light bulbs come on. Yeah. And um to have it happen in a professional environment where they're shipping software and you know, at the end of the summer we deliver an update for the new iOS and they get to see this app that they worked mm-hmm. on in the store. Um it's it's exciting to
0: share that experience with them. Mm-hmm. So this is uh teaching being an educator has really been a theme with you uh, yeah throughout your career whether you were at school or here
1: yeah i think Um, there's always an opportunity to to help other people learn and that's very satisfying
0: yeah yeah can you can you say more about how that's satisfying i mean you know you're doing an obvious good thing but how does that uh how does that excite you or how, how does that make you feel what's so so i've
1: you know i've talked about seeing the the light bulb come on but there's also this sort of um this transitive effect like you help somebody learn something and then you see them helping somebody else learn it oh, yeah. and you you recognize this branching effect uh-huh. um and the number of lives you can touch by that sort of change mm-hmm. um and i just love that idea that um through simple, kind-hearted actions, we can cause positive change in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's satisfying to be part of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's
0: a large part of why we're here. Yeah, Very cool. And so um, the internship wasn't about finding people to hire, but we did actually eventually hire uh, Reed Callen, who was yes, uh, 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 possibly the tallest of our interns. Um,
1: most certainly. Um, most certainly I, the tallest Tom, of our Tom, interns. Uh, Tom Bunch is a, another colleague of ours in the engineering team. He was just talking to me this week about how people don't um, – Tom is quite tall. Mm-hmm. And uh, people tend to divide the people they know into tall people, mm-hmm. normal height people, and short people. Right. And normal height people are people the same height as you. Right. And so I, I mentioned to Tom that he probably didn't know any tall people. And he said, well, until we hired Reed. <laughs> right. Uh, so. Yeah. Reed, uh, Reed played basketball for um, Pomona. Okay. Um, before joining us, we don't have a basketball team, so he no longer plays basketball yeah. professionally. And he's good natured,
0: yes, ish, largely. <laughs> Actually, we usually just see his face on a screen because Reed's been working remotely lately. And at Omni, we have two, and yeah, we call them robots, but they're like it's wheels and a stalk and a screen. Yep. And um, one of those is always Reed. Yeah, and Reed just gotten much shorter since he works via robot. Yeah, that's true. He's actually yeah, the exact that's same. point. No, Shannon a Shannon now who short also friend. works by robot. Yeah. Enough of this. Let's talk about your hobbies. <laughs> so you had one of the greatest experiences of your life through no action of your own, really. No. But your team won the World Series finally. Yes. Last uh, year.
1: A long-suffering Cubs fan.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Those two I, words uh, go together.
1: They, they do. Obviously. You you actually yeah. you have to say them in that order. Um Maybe not anymore. I don't know. A a formerly long suffering Cubs fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Still a Cubs fan. But uh, last year's uh, playoff run and and World Series victory was uh, just a phenomenal moment. Um, There's a a shot of a fan next to Bill Murray in the stands when the Cubs won. And uh, of course, they're showing it on TV because it's Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. But it's just a random fan next to him. And he has this look on his face after the last out's recorded which is oh my goodness what just happened I don't believe it and Mm -hmm. this was my wife and I in our living room looking at each other after the last out is recorded and we jump out of our seats and we're like that they really did it (laughs) I I don't know what this feels like (laughs) Um, and uh, so that was a a tremendous high um, mm-hmm. through uh, through no fault of her own, as you said. Um,
0: <laughs> well, cheering counts. Yes, those,
1: yeah, and those I, those. I, you know, I I made sure to wear the lucky jersey at on all games, and, oh, thank and we yeah. had the peanuts in the shell and mm-hmm. the seventh mm-hmm. inning ice cream. So we kept adding a tradition every time they right. won a game, and they've never gone so deep in the playoffs. So we had a lot, a lot. to do by the last <laughs> oh, game. Yes, um,
0: nice. you're busy. Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then another great thrill. I'm also a big fan of uh the seattle sounders mls team and uh, is
0: that association football um S- same question i asked Christi- christina I just did, like she, give, did totally... she give the same answer <laughs> basically she's like i think so i i like to pretend i'm completely stupid about <laughs> soccer right it's the soccer team in it's seattle. yes it's
1: seattle yeah. soccer um at 41 years running um but they in an improbable run um Made it all the way to the MLS Cup and added their first uh, MLS Cup championship uh, to their trophy rack. Nice. Um, so had Why both of I those experience. Uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty quiet but, uh, around here. There are not many Sounders fans at, at Omni. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was I here when that happened? Was uh, it recent? It was last fall. Jeez.
1: There, there was there was there were other things in the news at the time that may have drowned well, out the Cubs. Especially, yes, yeah, yeah, especially right, okay.
0: the Cubs. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So you've been getting back into woodworking. I have. Just to take a 90 degree turn from yeah, sports. Um, woodworking much slower than kicking a ball.
1: Yes. And and much more tactile than just typing on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I've been into woodworking since as long as I can remember. My my father did woodworking. His uncle did woodworking. It's something we did in the family. Um, and kind of took a break from it when I was teaching. Teaching was kind of all consuming. Um, But have uh, slowly been getting back into it, Um, and it's it's nice to have some creative outlet that isn't just bits and bytes and pixels. Mm. Um, And so it's it's fun to uh, to take raw lumber and turn it into a box or a table or, Mm. or whatever.
0: There are those similarities between that and and making software, which I find interesting. Yeah. Attention to design yep. or detail and design, user interface.
1: Right. There's working with the materials that you, you have, being true to them and you know, mm-hmm. being true to the interface design of the platform that you're on is a similar sort of thing. Sure. Um, you're, if you're doing it well, you're designing for the human who will use it. Um, mm-hmm. in, it's really a craft in the highest sense. Um, I, I don't aspire to art with my, um, with my software or my uh, woodworking, but I aspire to high craft.
0: Which is uh, completely noble, and you know, you don't need to aspire to art to right. Yeah, you know, in right. my opinion,
1: yeah. Um, if you build something that's both useful and beautiful, um, I think that's a great contribution to the world. Um, I mean, mentally, it's a similar sense to what to my feelings about teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's it's a right. it's a way to give and to help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool.
0: And Last thing, you're a long distance runner. You run marathons. I do. How many marathons have you run?
1: Uh, I've done four marathons and more halves than I can count. Wow, that's a lot of running. It is a lot of running.
0: You plan to continue? Still going to run marathons?
1: Oh, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you need to take a, a break from it and step back a little bit. But, sure. Um, one interesting thing is the uh, the older you get, the slower you can run and still qualify for the Boston Marathon. So. Uh, okay. um, there's a chance that, that I have not done that. I've not okay. qualified, but I've come close. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a chance that I'll become old enough to actually qualify someday. So wow. that's the hope.
0: Getting old enough—that's something <laughs> to aspire to. Uh, in many ways, yeah, yeah, sure it is. Yeah, of course. That would be awesome though, because be, that's the big one, fun. right? There's yeah. no other. Yeah, yeah.
1: There, there are there are lots of big ones, but that that is sort of the the hardest one to get into. It's um, the one that people think of. Yeah, it's the it's the marathon. original big marathon. Yeah. Uh,
0: wow. Well. There was that one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the,
1: there was the original. I mean, o- only one guy ran it, right? Um, I he mean, won. He won. Yeah. He His came. In, won. He came in first, but he never ran another race. Yeah, he didn't uh, need to, though. No, yeah. yeah, that's true Good
0: for him. So it occurs to me that uh, marathoning—it's probably occurred to you too—is a bit like software development. At least here at Omni, Omni, twenty-year-old yeah. company, we do productivity apps.
1: Yeah. So, um, what a lot of people like about software development is making the brand new thing um you're unconstrained um you haven't yet realized that the way you built it is not going to last or not going to work and so it feels like everything's new and clean and fresh and it's just great um you haven't had anyone use it to find the bugs in it yet Mm. um but we build apps for the long haul um part of what we're about is supporting our customers we've got this phenomenal support department that you know answers telephones and, and responds to email and is on social media answering questions. Made and entirely
0: of humans, Yes. will add. Yeah.
1: Yes, um, 100% support mm-hmm. humans, humans in our support human department. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that sort of spirit of taking care of our users means that our apps last a long, long time. And so we're doing very little sort of greenfield, fresh software development. We are polishing and adding to and fixing bugs and keeping up with Apple um, oh, yeah. in these existing pieces of software that have lived for a long time uh, and so occasionally we have to to kick a little bit and sprint across the finish line um, but mostly it's a matter of maintaining a solid sustainable pace not giving up just pushing through and that's what distance running is about it's like you, mm-hmm. you get in a zone and you just go and you keep going and you keep going um, and it can be immensely rewarding if you approach it with the right mindset,
0: and, and it's uh, another noble thing, right? It's you know, it's it, it's easy and selfish to just always make new things or tear down old things and start over, but uh, but to keep a building a beautiful old building going is is nobility. And um, working with software, caring for the users for a long period of time, I think is also a high calling.
1: Yeah, I um, I think so too, and that's I mean, it's somewhat. Self promotional, I suppose, but um, but there's a great reward in making something that lasts.
0: Yeah, we're going to stop on that note. Thanks, Kurt. How can people find you on the web?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at Kurt Clifton. C U R T C L I F T O N. That is correct. No double letters. No C's double letters. No K's. Yep. C's okay. No case. Uh, and also KurtClifton.net on the web. Cool.
0: I'd also like to thank our intrepid producer, Mark Bosco. Say hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. Very well done. And especially, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you. Music. Music.